everybody. Uh, I'm Jason. I'm Melissa. And welcome to the Reinforce the Horse podcast. Um, we're glad that you're listening or watching on uh, YouTube. And we just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. 2021 so we decided to release on thanksgiving day 2021 and so if you are listening or watching this um it is either thanksgiving or sometime thereafter yep and um we just wanted to share a little bit about ourselves our horses what we're doing and what our vision is for uh this channel and podcast and uh, go ahead and take it away, Alyssa. All right, so my name is Alyssa. Uh, I guess I'll start with explaining a little bit about myself. I am 15 years old and I love Almost horses. Almost 16. I'll be 16 in December. And I love horses. Uh, behind me, this beautiful mare is Willow. She is my previously wild Mustang and my partner in crime and my training buddy. Um, this, is, this podcast, uh, I guess I'll start with a little bit of what I want to... Sure. accomplished in this podcast um so as you already know this is like a daddy daughter uh kind of connection point podcast for us to connect uh i really do want to really like throw that message out there because for me that's really special i know a lot of uh 15 almost 16 year olds don't get to connect with their dads or really they they may not even want to uh i really enjoy connecting with my dad not only does he have a lot of my interests or I have a lot of his interests, uh, but I really do enjoy learning and spending time with him. Um, another thing I really want to get into within this podcast is really going into like trusting the animals and the horses primarily. Uh, I mean, it is reinforce the horse. Um, and by the way, we do. So we have a lot of different animals and livestock. Uh, we have cooney cooney pigs. We have uh, Ni Nigerian goats. Um, we have chickens, horses, cats, dogs, um, and so we're really connected with animals and nature in general. Uh, but Alyssa and I have a special affinity within the family mm -hmm. uh, for our equine friends, uh, especially. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I really big on the like trusting the animals and giving them a choice and we will go into detail in uh, later video or yeah later videos and later episodes for you guys to really uh hear our deep discussions with uh, on trust with the equine yeah and so what we've noticed is that as we've been learning and training our horses uh it's also uh been an opportunity for us to learn and train ourselves yeah. together and come together under one roof so to speak and uh learn about ourselves and i don't know for me i'm just i feel like i'm coming becoming a much better person uh through working with these guys and uh alongside Alyssa. yeah and so Alyssa, maybe you explain kind of how we got to this point. It's been a rather short period of time, only yeah. a little over a couple years. Yeah. Um, Before we continue, uh, how about you introduce your friend? Yeah, because he, he wants some attention right now. So uh, this is my friend, my best friend, uh, Cody. And um, he's a Bashkir Curly. He's a domestic uh, horse. And um, I love him to death. Uh, 
I actually found him, uh, we're coming up on, what, this is the year two that we've had him. So I got him a week after Thanksgiving uh, a couple years ago now. And um, I actually found him on Craigslist of all places. Uh, his previous owner lived in Benson, Arizona, and they were about ready to relocate uh, back east and couldn't take him, has some health issues or whatever. Um, but they rescued him. I don't know what his original story was, but uh, basically his previous owner said that he was basically skin and bones when she got him and she rehabilitated him. So when I came across him, he had not been ridden uh, for about three years, two, years. Uh, two or three years. Uh, and um, my goal at the time was just to hop on the horse and ride. Uh, that's what I wanted to do. Um, without really any thought about it um, and I think it was like our second or third ride Cody actually laid down on the ride so he clearly didn't want me riding uh, we didn't have a report I didn't know what I was doing he was rusty um, and ultimately his laying down the way I interpreted it was a calm way instead of him kicking or bucking me off uh, he was just like dude uh, get off of me and I did, and but I continued to ride, and I continued to go through uh, what you know is termed natural horsemanship training uh, processes with them, um, and that's essentially just applying pressure, and then the art in it, in my opinion, is applying pressure, uh, whether it's a, a light whip or a pulling on the halter or a bit in his mouth. Uh, and releasing that pressure immediately upon uh, the horse submitting mm -hmm. or giving into that pressure. And I always had a hunch uh, because one of the animals that we had in years past was a uh, kanu or parrot. And we trained that parrot. Its name was Feathers. And, and we'll cue in some videos of, of that training uh, here. And um, that training process we used all positive reinforcement yeah. so it was pointing and clicking and, and then treating the parrot and Alyssa did remarkably well with that so I had a hunch as to like are we are we able to possibly train horses that way and what I quickly what we quickly found out is that it seems like the majority of people within the horsemanship world uh, especially when it comes to natural horsemanship training methods completely turned off to the idea of clicking and treating and positive reinforcement training for horses. Yeah. Uh, so I tabled it. I said, okay, that's not a way to go for horses. Um, and then we wound up uh, coming across some training methods that use positive reinforcement. I'll let Alyssa talk about that in a second. Um, but ultimately I had a dynamic shift. And um, a few weeks ago, almost a month ago now, I stopped riding Cody, and my idea was to um, basically reinforce the horse in that way and, <laughs> and recreate the training methods using much softer and what I feel like more effective and loving and trustworthy training mechanisms. And then it's just sort of blossomed since then in just a few weeks. Yeah. Um, and we'll be demonstrating in this podcast and on the YouTube channel much more of that and potentially even bringing on 
um, guests who can help us unpack and explore not only positive reinforcement, but negative reinforcement yeah. and, and all different types of methods and training. So we're not necessarily setting out to say like, you're doing it wrong and you're doing it right and whatever, yeah. but more so just having an open, mindful, trustful and loving discussion yeah. between ourselves and our equine friends. Yeah. And so with that said, Alyssa, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce Willow or maybe you want to start with yeah, you take it from there. All right, so, uh, yeah, I guess I'll start with introducing Willow. Like I mentioned, she is a previously wild Mustang, estimated to be about seven years of age. Uh, so she is pretty young. She came from White River, Nevada with her herd. Uh, I don't know how many herd members were, and I don't know much about her past yet, but I'm working on getting information uh, about her past that I can share with you guys later on. Um, but So she was captured in the year of 2019, and uh, later uh, adopted for three months by a tip trainer. And this tip trainer... Um, and what do you mean by tip trainer? Tra this is tip a training stands for a trainer incentive program. And it's uh, part of the Bureau of Land Management's way of like getting uh, completely wild horses out and like gentled. And what I mean by gentled is uh, halter leading, trailering, and picking up all, ho all four hooves for a second or so. And, you know, able to be touched and whatever uh, all over. So Willow was essentially gentled when she came home, all using natural horsemanship methods. And we would um, say, I would say, very basically very gentle. Basic. They, like, this isn't the horse that you could just approach and start petting yeah. and, and go and mount and go on a ride or whatever. Yeah. We're talking the bare basic. In fact, and, and maybe we can cue in some video of when we first got her. I mean, we could barely even approach her fence line without her being skittish. Now, yeah. she's never been a kicky, bucky horse. She's, she's been more flighty. Been flighty. Always. Um, and nervous. And, yeah. and so to take that, like, we couldn't be in here with her no. like this when we first got her. No. So when we say gentling, basic gentling, we mean the Very bare basics. basic checking four boxes and then she arrived on our property and and we had a lot of work to do yeah and so going into okay so before i got willow uh actually i had a, another mayor mocha and uh i'm not going to go into too much detail now but i will in uh later episodes mocha was my very first horse very highly trained kind of an all-around trail horse she could have done barrels she could have done jumping she could have done dressage uh i mean she was a very like overall all around mare, uh, super sweet, super kind, and completely uh, natural horsemanship train. Um, long story, sh long story short, Mocha gave me her heart and um, was the very beginning to my horsemanship journey. Uh, we essentially, I mean, we officially adopted Mocha in the year of 2019. Uh, sadly, she passed away due to a freak accident of March March of 29 or 2021. Um, which, uh, again, I will be going into detail later on. Um, in but... that accident, uh, sorry to kind of cut you there, but yeah, that accident really began to reshape our understanding of horses in general. Yeah. And, and really caused us both to step back and really rethink what was going on. Yeah. Because we are both with the understanding 
right now that her death could have been prevented. Yeah. And we, as the humans, as the caretakers, we were responsible, we are responsible for her death. Now, yeah. does that mean we're beating ourselves up over it? No. It just means that we had an awakening of sorts and we both along the two years that we had mocha had a hunch that there was a different way of doing things and what why don't you take it from there and like explain like how How the change came about and and uh hca and all this okay so um i guess let me start with willow came home uh may 2nd of 2021 so literally two months after mocha passed away um, and, uh, I'll go more into detail about why I chose to bring another horse home that soon and a lot about that later, but, uh, upon bringing Willow home, I had gotten a lot of new tack and so halters and, uh, brushes and I actually thought about getting her a bridle. Um, I was going to, you know, do all of the, quote, natural horsemanship methods of training. I was going to round pen her and make her, uh, make her submit to me. Um, and I was going to, uh, make Willow be the perfect wild Mustang. Well, uh, funny story. My dad came across this, uh, trainer called Mustang Maddie on YouTube. And she was at the time training a beautiful paint, previously wild Mustang that she, uh, mystic was the horse's name was completely shut down. And Maddie went into this whole, like positive reinforcement treating mystic for so many different things. I mean, there was one video we watched and my dad and I together were like in awe, like in Mystic was putting the halter on by herself. Um, and, and we're like, there's absolutely no way that that could ever there happen. Is no and way. Like looking at Mystic's eyes in that video and you can just see the softness and the joy yeah. and the comfort and the love. And we... Alyssa and I both looked at each other and we're just like, oh my gosh, this is not real. And this is on just free YouTube YouTube videos that we were watching that Maddie had created. In fact, if you're interested in watching, it's uh, the the Mystic Experiment, uh, Mustang Maddie's YouTube YouTube channel. I encourage you to go check it out. It's amazing. Um, So we actually got really lucky because upon looking at that, and uh, I mean, the videos were uh one of them was almost an hour long and i just sat there and like watched it in awe well my dad came across one of mustang maddie's courses um and it was the horse human connection academy or uh, hca course and it was all about uh teaching you and your horse to be uh comfortable and confident with each other and training using positive reinforcement treats and choice um and so we together paid to uh, get enrolled in that course and man I'm so thankful that I was able to because and it, she's a HCA graduate I right am <laughs> I, I, uh, I have a certificate graduated in September um, which is awesome and it was a four month long really intensive course but it was so awesome loved all the information and um, yeah so that when I got enrolled in that course my it was like the, the hamster wheels in my brain were spinning and they were spinning about negative reinforcement, natural horsemanship method. They stopped and they spun around another time. And then they went and spun around a different direction because my whole thinking was like, uh, what, like what's going on? I can, I can train a horse using positive reinforcement? What? That's like, that's like unheard of. 
Uh, so I went through this course and um, it was like, it was such a blessing and really good timing too. Uh, and so Willow and I, we were going through this course and uh, it, you know, it started like she, she wouldn't halter. She was afraid of the halter. And uh, we went through like a lot of training, time, effort, and trust. And now she's like, if I hold the halter down, she'll put the halter on by herself. She lays down with me just about on cue. She, uh, she paws on cue. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, she she wants, she wants attention. attention like a normal <laughs> mare will from time to time. She, and, and she, I mean, she's she's my dream horse. She's my heart horse. Uh, Willow, I have a feeling Willow was pushed around a lot in the wild, and this is like the first time that she actually feels um, respected and trusted, and like she has a choice. Um, and it's really important. I don't want to go too much into detail with. The training and everything now but uh please be on the look for that because that's something i'm really passionate about sharing with you guys the trust that me and this previously wild mustang have uh so for those of you that have seen some of the videos the wednesday with uh willow videos that we've put out um you kind of have an idea of, of what the training methods are um what we're planning on doing is releasing a podcast episode every week. Yep. Um, and again, we're just going to unpack uh, trust, training, and techniques yep. and more. Uh, centered primarily around horses, but we'll probably, because we're on a farm and we have uh, different animals, we'll, we'll likely uh, introduce some of the interaction with the other animals as well. Yeah. Um, and we just want to be... Um, I, from my perspective, I don't want to be like, this is the way to do things and it's the only way and yeah. whatever. That's not my intention at all. But my intention is to just perhaps open up positive discussion largely about trust in animals. Because I've seen a lot um, in the horsemanship world specifically that it's like, um, if your horse behaves a certain way or doesn't, uh, they disrespect you and they don't trust you. And I just feel like there's a real misconception about these animals and the way we ultimately treat them and the way trust is uh, demonstrated um, both from them and to them. And I guess a quick example of that when Willow uh, like pushed me, uh, that I wouldn't call that being disrespectful or even aggressive. Um, well, many horsemanship, well, many horse people would. I mean, correct me if, if I'm wrong, Daddy. I mean, like uh, some of our previous trainers and other equine friends that would have seen that would have been run around, move her feet, tell her right. that's disrespectful. Um, right. Whereas now we come t with the, and it, to a lot of people, it's going to sound crazy yeah. or even stupid. Uh, but if you notice there, it's real subtle, uh, what Alyssa did and what I did, we just, well, after you said, excuse me. Yeah, I, because I, like, that kind of, like, hyped my, I was like, oh, well, what was that? I had to catch my balance. Yeah. Excuse me, what was that about? And then she came to me and Willow was like, I really just would like some attention, please. And we got Cody um, back here, uh, moving the tripod, so I'm gonna kind of ask him to, come on, buddy. <laughs> These animals, guys, are, like, such affectionate, like, they're such affectionate friends. Like, I don't even like to call them animals anymore. 
Um, they are such affectionate friends and uh, a big part of our lives. Uh, this this mare here has completely changed my like um, my overall thinking and uh, perspective on. <laughs> oh. And Cody's moving the tripod, so apologize for the movement of that video. Um, he thinks he's the cameraman at this point. Uh, but yeah, they, they've just completely changed in my energy too. I mean, I'm a high schooler. Uh, for many of you that have either gone through high school or um, are in high school, you understand the stress and the um, everything. These guys, Willow, these guys have completely uh, like helped me lower my stress levels and yeah. anxiety oh and, and we'll unpack that in yeah. so many ways um the healing processes that these oh, guys man. allow um they they create such a therapeutic environment yeah. for us humans um you can see right now i mean these horses right now could pretty much go wherever they want um we have acres upon acres uh of freedom uh, a lot of our property isn't even fenced in they know that they can get through this fence they've done it before um but they're choosing to stay with us and we're not even concentrating on them right now and uh for the record i haven't used any um natural horsemanship like pressure or uh you know any sort of like negative pressure that would force her to stay here with me right. uh, those of you who are watching my uh, weekly Wednesday with Willow uh, YouTube videos on my Mocalissa Mustangs YouTube channel know a lot about that uh, and there's more coming um, so I guess it's kind of like a wrap-up it is Thanksgiving and uh, for those of you that may not celebrate Thanksgiving I hope that you guys enjoy a break off work or school if you guys are given that opportunity um, if you do celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope that you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and you're able to enjoy that with your families. Uh, I kind of want to end this session with kind of explaining what we're thankful for as humans. Um, you know, I guess having this opportunity. So you want to start? Yeah. So um, I'm just really thankful for our connection and our relationship. Um, you know, Alyssa's not my only child. Uh Jacob, I hope you're watching. Uh, Jacob is my uh, son and he's almost 14. Um, and he spends most of his time these days with his mom. So uh, we're in a, you know, post-divorce living and blended families. Um, <laughs> Cody, Cody's really liking the tripod and the camera at this point. Or maybe he's he knows that we're talking to you guys and he wants the attention. I think that's it. But I'm just really grateful for the connection point. And I know it, it's, it's not for everybody. Horses aren't for everybody. Um, it just happens to be... Whoa! All right. So Cody's knocking over the tripod here. Um, the horses just happen to be a really good connection point for Alyssa and me. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm grateful for what they've taught me about myself and how to be a better person. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, that Those are really good points. Like, yeah, I'm, and I apologize for not really being 
present with you because this is quite um this is quite something cody thanks for putting on the show um so he's I like guess, he's like showing them his rear end like cody, i'm more important than you guys right now cody has such a small tail like he's just like and he's proud of it too all right so um i guess Okay, so there's so much that I could say that I'm thankful for. Uh, I live like a dream life for a farm girl, a cow girl, a horse lover. Uh, I, I live the dream. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm really thankful for the connection point as well. That's something really special for me because I know many, many uh, children or teenagers my age don't get to really connect with their parents. Um, it's really special for me to have that connection point with my dad. Uh, I look up to him in so many different ways and uh, yeah, I, I love him. He's, he's uh, I guess if you're not counting this beautiful mare here, he's my best friend. Um, oh, thank you. But uh, in addition to that, I'm really thankful for these uh, awesome, horses that we have the pleasure of uh, laughing with and about and uh, enjoying. Um, really thankful that we were able to um, give Cody a, a life that he is like super happy about and that he that we could give them a place to uh, express all of their feelings. Um, uh, and I, I'm just I'm really thankful for being able to share my and our connection and our experiences with everyone who's uh willing and uh here to listen yeah um so with that we appreciate you being here listening yeah. watching um coming alongside of us in our journey yeah. and uh, we hope that it's inspirational to you in some form or fashion and we hope that you get something remarkable out of it, regardless if you own horses or not, or want to or not. Um, we do think that this channel and this podcast will have something pretty much for everybody who's open-minded and, and willing to listen. Yeah, completely so, agree. I say happy Thanksgiving 2021. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we will... Hopefully have you back with us next uh, Thursday next week. Yep. Have a great day, everybody.